northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richard. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz having a laugh, talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. Hello. 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 Get to listen to that every single week. <laughs> and it never gets less cringeworthy, <laughs> does it? <laughs> oh, well, moving on from that very quickly. Anyway, um, Nat, how are you? How are you this I'm week? I'm very well, thank you. In <laughs> fact, booked a trip to the UK. Oh, already? Didn't take you yeah. very long. No, I didn't. Came home from work, saw my roster and booked it that night. Can't oh. wait. You had a three-week hole in your roster, did you? Oh, you That's know, just, that, it's just as you do. Um, now I've booked to go. I've been itching to go, as you know, for a very long time, um, like everybody else. Uh, booked myself to go back in a couple of weeks and going to go and spend some much-needed time with the family. Um, we are actually going to, I said, I don't want to spend that entire time in the UK. I mean, much as I love Huddersfield, it's, it's, it's no holiday destination. There are it? other places in the UK that Believe you can visit it or not. Yeah, exactly. Believe it or not. Well, I said to my brother, I said, right, we'll go away. Where do you want to go? Benidorm. <laughs> so I'm going to go all the way across the world, probably end up at Benidorm. That's the most northern thing I think I I've saw. ever heard anybody say, ever. Have you seen the temperature there? 17 degrees. 17? I'll be wearing jumpers and beanies in that. I will not be going down the beach. But they say, oh no, it's great weather. It's lovely barbecue weather. My dad said, my dad's been before and he said... Because he has. Yeah, yeah several <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, the entertainment there, he came back and he says... Oh, I've been to see, I've seen Lily Allen, I've seen, you know, Lady Gaga, Robbie Williams. I'm like, what? Everybody's going to Benidorm. He says, yeah, I've seen Amy Winehouse. I'm like, ah. Is it like, the yeah, distribute yeah. Like Amy Wine's house. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they're better than the real thing. Lily, Lily Barron <laughs> and that kind of thing, yeah. Great. So I'm looking forward to see some knockoff tribute band um, and coming back with a spare town because it's the only town I'm going to get. Well, um, I'm glad you're going. I'm glad you're going to get to see some of your family. I mean, it's a pretty good idea to get three weeks into a podcast and then take three weeks holiday off. That's, yeah, well, that works know, out pretty well, doesn't it? That's where I roll. Yeah, it's all right. I've, I've got some replacements <laughs> lined up, so it's all good. <laughs> Have you egg? Go <laughs> <on>. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm glad you're going. I'm glad you're getting to England. I wouldn't go to Benidorm if you're... But, you know, what other choices have you got? Um, you know, one place you certainly shouldn't be going to this time of the year is... Uh, is Eastern Europe and then no. Ukraine. Obviously, that's the main talking point coming out of England and Europe and the world at the moment. Not a lot mm. else really going on other than that. So um, let's get into a bit of that. Let's not make it too bleak. I but know. Um, It's yes. very hard, isn't it, with the war? Yeah, yeah, it's very hard yeah, not well, to be a bit grim. Let's try and be upbeat about the war. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you know, as everybody knows, there's a war going on in Ukraine, Russia, etc. And um, obviously the UK very much involved in that, taking a bit of a backseat in terms of, you know, not sending um, any troops, not doing any of that. But we are sending lethal aid. Lethal aid. Sorry, I went to Australia. You did. Lethal, <laughs> sending lethal aid. Lethal aid. <laughs> sending it via the Nullarbor. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't really know what happened that was there. Brilliant. My mouth did, No, my mouth <laughs> just stopped working. And so it became Australian. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Cool. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, but um, I, I don't know whether or not, you know, so the last couple of days, obviously, Putin has, has gotten a bit angrier and he's put uh, he's put nuclear, his nuclear forces on on warning. So they're on mm -hmm. alert now. And apparently it's come out today that that's basically our fault. Yeah. So UK's fault. Uh, so I don't know if you saw, but it was basically to do with um, the UK Foreign Secretary, Liz Truss. She basically came out and said, just be mindful that if there are clashes, NATO might get involved. Right. Don't say that. 
that's a, that, yeah, you know, that's that, probably going to cause some problems. Might but inflame I, the situation just a tad. A little bit, but I do like how Russia responded. I'm just going to read out a little bit of the statement because I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, we believe that such statements are absolutely unacceptable. I would not call the authors of these statements out by name, but it was the British Foreign Minister. <laughs> So, <laughs> not pointing so, the finger yeah, at anyone, I, but it was Jimmy. Yeah, it's like if you're a teacher and you say, no one's to blame but Jimmy. Yeah. It's Jimmy's fault. Yeah, so, yeah. so I thought that was interesting. Definitely our fault if we go to nuclear yeah, war. Yeah, Boris thinks it's a load of rubbish, though. He thinks his threats are insincere. Yeah, I know. He you know, thinks it's a load of rubbish. Would not want to call his bluff. I know, yeah, that's what right you say now. to someone with their finger on the button. Yeah, yeah just don't, lying. Don't say that to someone Making with nukes. Making it up. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. It's, it's not a good idea. Uh, it sort of brought the country together a bit weirdly in the UK, mm. as it has over here yeah. as well. Uh, a lot of people um, d- displaying the Ukrainian flag. Um, th- there's a lot of... I guess it's, it's just brought everybody back together. And weirdly, I think a lot of people have fallen behind Boris for the first time in a very long time. Something to get united about for the first time in a long time. I know. I know. It's, it's a very depressing way to get united, mm. though, isn't it? And I think over in Perth as well, um, I mean, we were... We were y- y- but we felt that little bit of a, a pang about it yesterday um, when we found out that, um, of all things, I mean, it does not compare to the loss of life, I might point out, but the Antonov has been destroyed, which yeah, was that massive plane that came to visit Perth. Now, I remember in 2016, I was actually working over here at the West Australian when that happened. And I think you were another media outlet at the time, right? It was like the biggest day ever. Yeah, it was, it was, it was horrendous. The, <laughs> yeah, like the crowds were unreal, like 30,000 people plus gathering at the airport to see this huge, enormous plane. And it's a big plane. Like, absolutely dwarfs yes, any normal jet, right? but it's just jet, a big right? plane. Who cares? It's just a big Perth plane. Perth all over for you. Oh, I know. Perth loves big things. They love big queuing for things. things. Krispy creams. <laughs> you name it. Taco Bells. Right? And, and they love the Antonov. And this was like Perth's favourite plane. And it's been destroyed. It was in Antonov Airport, um, appropriately named. I'm sure it's not a coincidence. Over in the Ukraine. And it's been housed over there, and uh, they've gone and done some airstrikes. It's blown up the plane, and the aerial images show that there's just nothing left, mm. and the Antonov has, has most likely gone and been destroyed. Uh, so it won't be coming here again. And but I tell you what, those crowds—they were incredible. Yeah, it got to the point where you can you can get there because you can get no, on you can get out to the airport. And this there is was bef- so much traffic. Exactly, this is before the DFO was built out there as well. But um, oh, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> imagine can't, it now: planes and, and outlets. When they have it, yeah, when they have a sale on at the DFO you can't get to the airport <laughs> important thing to note for any Brits looking to go home but uh, I will say though that it did mean me that a lot of people missed the flights that day because they couldn't get there because of the traffic because of this big plane. yeah right well, no no I did see that people were trying to get there like five hours in advance or something mm. just to, yeah it's ridiculous yeah there's been a lot of unusual quirky things as well to come out of, of the war um, in particular a Yorkshire couple um, using it as for all things an excuse to get out of visiting Blackpool <laughs> Which is just the best yeah, story ever. So, uh, just for a little bit of context for everybody listening, but um, so this is a, a couple from Hull, right? Yeah. yeah. So a couple from Hull. Uh, no, Hull. Hull. Yeah. A couple from Thank Hull. Thank you very much. The only place that's named after a description of itself. <laughs> sorry. Ouch. Yeah, no, sorry. Ouch. Sorry, hopefully no, sorry, no one's from Hull's listening. I'm sure they are. They don't know what Oh, we've got a good following in Hull. Have we? <laughs> it's big in Hull. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, exactly. Used to have. Anyway, so this couple from Hull, they've booked a night out in Blackpool, which uh, is just going oh, from yeah. one terrible place to another, really. Oh, I mean, go on, leave Blackpool Yeah, alone. I'm just going to offend as many regional cities in, in England They might have been going on a stag and end do, although looking at the, look at the age of them, they're probably unlikely. Yeah, so they've booked this, they, they booked this night out and they booked this comedy trip and basically for whatever reason they've decided 
decided they couldn't go. I think two weeks prior, they, they've tried to cancel it based on COVID. They said they had COVID, so they couldn't go because they get probably a refund. Can, probably can't. I've probably seen weather forecasting. Oh, no. Yeah, thanks. exactly. Nah, no, yeah. fancy being blown away yeah. in Blackpool, thanks. Or, you know, realise that Burning Manning isn't playing anymore or Jim Davidson isn't very funny. Jim, stop it. <laughs> so, Roy Chubby Brown. Yeah, great, exactly. <laughs> on the North and Pier. So, and so, anyway, has decided they didn't want to go. And so they've, they've said, that's fine with the COVID thing. We can just reschedule it. We'll give you another week. But that's not what they wanted. They wanted to cancel it. They wanted yeah. a full refund. So they tried a second time round, but this time they said, we can't make it because there's a war on in Ukraine. So they can't go from hole to black You can't belt. argue with the war though, can you? Yeah, you I can't know. can't argue with well, that. Actually, Checkmate. I mean, Checkmate. The, the letter, I don't know if you've seen the letter, but it it's... It is the it's, best thing ever. I know, the but it's, it's clearly nonsense right as in it was either written as a joke or they are really pulling someone's legs I can see you, you've got it up in front of you I, I do no, but just give, us some, <laughs> give us some of the key lines no I just basically they've <laughs> they lots of capital letters which I do really enjoy all the time but um, also they just said I do not want to go because I do not know how long this will go on for referencing the war and then after that in capital letters no one knows no, no it's true it's Correct. true. I think they've got a legal standpoint. They do actually go into the fact that um, I didn't read your terms and uh, terms and conditions because nobody does that. But I've read them Correct. now and there's nothing in there that says I can't get a refund if there's a war. So For a war. Yeah, exactly. For a war. Yeah, exactly. So fair enough. Letters. Maybe maybe they have got a point. Maybe we should all be getting our I, refunds. I like this stuff. bit as well. Um, as it's on your terms and conditions, I only go out to take a full refund. I will be taking this to trading standards if not refunded in 24 hours. I mean it. Yeah, yeah. Can you just imagine? Oh, all right, love. Steady yeah, on. Never mind. You, I didn't think you meant Tell it. Tell you what, I'm back point. double. Come yeah, back exactly. next year and all. Um, yeah, well, they're not happy, are they? And look, I would like to see them get a refund because I just think they would be the biggest buzzkill at a comedy festival. Can oh, you imagine? Yeah, well, hecklers, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, mind you, there might be some good takedowns then. That could be quite interesting. Yeah, but they might shout back, I mean it. I mean it. <laughs> God bless her. You see, this, these are the things that are going on in the UK right now. I tell you what, though, maybe they don't want to go to Blackpool because of the price of petrol. Because have you seen it right now? It is horrendous. Like, we think it's bad over here in Australia. But the price of fuel now, especially because of what's going on, you know, with all the conflict and whatnot, um, it's going to hit 100, well, basically, £1.60 a litre. 160p. 160p. Yeah, well, that's yeah. how they say it in, like, <laughs> petrol talk. <laughs> Do they? It? Yeah, petrol, petrol stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when they talk to each other, they say, oh, can I, can I borrow 200 pence from when you? When you go to the petrol seminars, that's how they talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's nearly three bucks a litre. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's I mean, everybody here is raw. going mental about the idea of it being two dollars so imagine it being three dollars i remember when it hit a quid and that was not long. i think we were over there or we're not long left and there was outrage over that front page of all the papers right a quid a litre now we're like approaching it well we're starting to inch towards two quid a litre but imagine that like how long ago did you leave oh 17 years now so 17 years ago and it was two dollars a litre and now everybody in Perth going mad because yeah. it's two dollars oh, a litre. But you know what? You've got to drive a lot further in Perth. I kind of get this. Yeah. I was talking to my brother about this the other day because they were on about going to Scotland, and he said, "Do you realise it's four hours?" I'm like, "I drive that if I'm going to Margaret River, mate. Like we go there you, for the weekend." You're going the slow way. Well, you know, near enough. <laughs> near enough, three and a half, isn't it? Margaret River, and and yet they they don't understand like distance and scale like we do here. Like, we'll drive, and we can go, still be in Perth and drive an hour. No, I'm, I'm not driving. I go in, I'm uh, not driving anywhere now. You're not driving anywhere. <laughs> Bus wanker over here is not driving anywhere. That's right, he doesn't drive. Um, but yeah, well, that is a massive amount of money. Um, £80 um, for the average tank of fuel now, which is about 150 bucks. Um, but granted, you're not going very far. So, uh, And if you are, you're whinging about it. 
Yeah. So, mm. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're not they're, they're not the only victims. Everybody's a victim at the moment, it seems, because of uh, the old Ukraine war. You know, petrol prices, Russia getting chucked out of the World Cup. Everything's happening, basically. But also, an unlikely victim. Meerkats. Yeah, meerkats. Meerkats. Meerkats are being that targeted. And that's it. We managed to shoo our meerkats into a discussion about the war. Exactly. But these are the compare the market meerkats. Um, you know, on that advert. The most annoying advert yeah. that's ever been made. Yeah, you got to have a listen to this. I am Alexander, founder of CompareTheMeerkat.com, where we compare meerkats. Size hobbies, you know. But lately we get many people looking for car insurance. For Compare Meerkats, come to CompareTheMeerkat.com. For easy way to save on car insurance, please go to CompareTheMarket.com. Simples. This is Olov and Sergey. I bet you didn't remember their names. I had no idea. If that had come up as trivia night, I wouldn't have no idea who to yeah, compare I, the market I, gone, I probably would have said generic Russian name. Remember those names, though. Sergey. Because if next time we go to quiz night, right, we need to make sure we get this right. Because we're rubbish at Aussie questions, so we might as well be good at this. So let's pick this really, really specific piece of trivia. Yeah, just and remember hope that it. Comes up. That'll be something so, that comes up in a quiz night, I yeah, bet but you. We'll get nothing for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then this will come yeah, up well, and we'll that, get one. This is our time to shine. Throw the mic on the floor and let Anyway, anyway, anyway. Right, so they've been cancelled because of the war, and basically because, compare the mic, it says it feels like it's been a bit insensitive towards Russian folk, um, because, you know, clearly they've, they're Russian um, and got very strong Russian accents and they're a, a, a bit of a comedic character. I know, and but, but don't you think it's a bit funny that they've been around for 15 years, probably about that long, yeah. maybe more than that, and they've just been putting on a funny Russian accent and that's been fine for 15 yeah, years. Yeah, and then we've got, like, oh, oh, a bit, bit No, I don't like yeah, it anymore. Not into the accent don't thing like anymore. Because no. you know who does the accent, right? Go on. The I don't know. See, this is a good trivia okay, question. Yeah, I, but I don't know his name. This is going to look really bad. <laughs> but know. the Geordie guy of Alan Partridge. Oh, the guy who has a servo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He him. He's, a, well, he's a soldier, isn't he, in it? I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know man, that's anyway. going to bother me now. Well, well, you've got to think of that so we get two questions right on the trivia that's never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Basically, Compare the Market's been cancelled. And talking of cancelling people and cancel culture, oh, who, who is the most infamous person when it comes good. to cancel culture? Very good. Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. Morgan. Oh, yeah. uh, Megan Michael's worst enemy. Yeah. At least worst enemy she didn't know she had. Uh, uh, yep. Well, worst enemy that she hopefully doesn't care about because who cares? What oh, she, she, she does, so she makes complaints about him, so yeah, she good, must care. But he just should just be quiet for a bit. Well, he's not going to be quiet because it's Piers Morgan and he hasn't been quiet. So he's been on Twitter, which is his favourite medium, I think, now. Yeah. He's not on TV for a little yeah, while. Yeah, except now that no one will give him a platform. <laughs> so Piers Morgan has been, like I said, been on Twitter saying that he's met ScoMo um, and he's, he's had a bit of a meeting with him, had a bit of a chat with him about everything from the Ashes, Boris, cancel culture and all the rest of it. And he had a bit of a chat with him about the Ukraine too. And um, anyway, I've gone and put it out on Twitter with this picture, nice little picture of them meeting and greeting. And it has gone down like a lead balloon over here. We're in the middle of an election campaign and all Labour Party people have biled on Piers and ScoMo for this because they've said not good form to be off meeting you know old mate Piers Morgan chat show host when we've got floods on our hands we've got a war on our hands the whole country is absolutely going down the swanee and the rest of the world is yet Ewa you know rubbing shoulders with Piers for 45 minutes apparently yeah. I mean it's not a great look but let, let's give some balance right I mean mm. if anybody from Labour was also meeting with Piers Morgan which they might have done or someone similar and had a picture of course the other party's going to go on it. about it it's, that's it it's all a bit boring isn't it it's and all a bit like best... let's find a reason to have a go at someone well exactly and so who did he meet with the night before 
old mate Anthony Albanese. So he's come back, and not, I mean, Piers always gets the last laugh, and you know he does, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, not with Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker has the better of him. He does, he does. But I quite enjoy, I quite enjoy him and Jeremy Clarkson as well. Anyway, we digress. We digress, anyway. Anyway, I mean... This biff has gone down, and he said, actually, we met before the war had even broken out, before the floods had even existed, and I can't believe that Aussie media and Australians are getting in hysterics over me meeting ScoMo when this meeting happened yonks ago. And besides, I had a meeting with old mate Albanese as well. So there's been this whole great big storm around in meeting ScoMo, of all things, and, well, he's managed to have the last laugh out of it. And, uh, well, I mean, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny. I right? don't know. I think it's a reason for us to have kept our borders closed so that Piers Morgan can yeah. stay out. Exactly, because he's coming in. And, you know, that's not the end of who's coming in, is it? Like, that no. we're going to see more people from the UK from now, aren't we? Princess Anne, the Princess Royal, who has, by the way, the best title out of all the royals. Princess, princess. Royal. Oh. Princess Royal. Right, I thought you were going to say princess. Princess Royal. <laughs> uh, you know, fun, fun fact, you can only be a princess if you're a royal, if you've got royal blood in you. So you cannot be, you can't, can't marry into the royal family no. and become a princess. You only be a princess if you have royal blood. Is that interesting or is that oh, I think that's obvious. good. That might come up in a quiz night, you never know. So yeah, Princess Anne's coming over here. She's going to be our first royal visit since 2018. She's going to go to Sydney and various areas around regional Australia as well. Don't think she's probably, I don't think that would include Perth, but no. you just never know. She's not going to go to Cotterloe Beach. Not you never have know, she that drama. might do. She no. might come over here. She might say, you know what, there are lots of horsey things over here. She likes horses. Horses. Do we do horsey things over here? She likes horses. Probably. There's space, yeah. isn't there? And horses. This is it. We've got horses. Come on, Anne. Come on and come and give us a visit. Send her a tweet. Say we've got horses. Come over. Yeah, yo, Anne. At Anne. <laughs> At Princess Royal. Um, good news though about our Queen. And I know we've spoken about her um, over the past couple of podcasts and saying how we're quite concerned for her that some of the language that the royal family were using was saying, indicating it wasn't looking too good for her. But she seems to be better and on the mend. She's driven to Frogmore um, on a, on the, the Windsor estate um, over the weekend to have a bit of family time. She's caught with Kate and William and the royal grandkids and, and Beatrice. That's and nice. Little Sienna. So that's, that's nice. nice. I mean, she wouldn't be hanging around kids, would she, if she's, uh, she was still testing positive and whatnot. So she's... Uh, don't, don't pull that face. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, so can't, they can't see this. He's pulling faces. No, no, as in, I, I, I'm sure she wouldn't. I'm sure she wouldn't. She wouldn't. Don't disrespect our queen. Of course she wouldn't. She's respectful and mm-hmm. she obeys the rules, our yeah. queen. No, it's good. I'm glad that she's getting better. I'm glad she's got to spend some time with the family. Hopefully she's on the mend. Hopefully that's the end of COVID chat with her for a bit. It would be nice. Mm. It would be nice now if she, you know, what, I, what I'd really like to see her is I'd like see her wind back a bit and you go, you know what? Chill out. Let the kids do the work. She's got enough of them. Right, you don't have all that ki- them kids for nothing. Let them share out the work, right? And then just go, right, okay, I'm going to chill out for a bit now. We'll yeah, put my feet up with my slippers on. I mean, I don't think she's slaving away in the kitchen building, like doing a roast dinner for 40 people. And then You never know, she does like to cook. I'll have you does know. She? Yeah, I've read all the books on the royals, and I'll tell you, she does like to cook. Yeah. And Prince Philip liked a barbecue, so there we go. Right. Yeah, they like to cook. Racist barbecue. That's not very nice. <laughs> Don't speak ill of the dead. Okay, sorry. sorry Don't sorry, speak sorry. ill yeah, of the dead. That's not very that. nice. I know. Yeah, I'll take that back. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's talk about as well the borders, please. Our borders, yeah. Yeah, our borders. So they're opening this week. Yeah. Exciting times. We've already talked about me buggering off and going back. Mm. Uh, they open on Friday, which is a massive deal. Um, but if you're coming to Perth, there's going to be a few things that 
are going to be a bit different to what you expect. So, well, in the UK, it's a bit of a free-for-all now, you know, personal responsibility, treat it like the flu and X, Y, Z. You come over here and you're going to have more restrictions, unfortunately. Uh, you might not be able to go to your uh, favourite concerts and whatnot. They're going to be at 50% capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by no means business in, as usual over here. We're still very much in the peak of it. And I think people need to know this if they're listening in the UK. We, yeah. Apparently, we do have a bit of a following in the UK. I've been hearing. Hello. <laughs> your mum and your nan. <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah, cool. mum. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's going to be masks for everybody aged eight and over in all indoor settings. Now, I think this is a massive deal. Yeah, yeah, of course. If people are, wanting, people are wanting to come over here, people would have booked already, borders open, now they've got to come yeah. over and obviously they've got I to... I mean, you, you walk around, sort. amount of numpties walking around Perth that cannot figure out how to wear a mask properly. Like, seriously. They cannot... They don't know how to put it over their proper face. Like, they put with it, like their nose exposed. They're, like... They just can't figure it out, right? This must be a universal thing. This can't just be a thing in Perth. But they've just got no idea how to wear them. Now, try placing that among kids. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like herding pigs. Because you cannot get these kids... You can't get adults to wear them. You're not going to be able to get these kids to wear them properly. I've met some eight-year-olds that are more sensible than some Probably. adults in Perth, though, to Probably, be fair. Probably, to so. be fair. Um, so imagine trying to get all them to wear them properly and well they you know a tantrum and whatever else it's, it's going to be hard work yep. and i don't envy any parents trying to um manage that i mean your little boy's a bit young just yet um yeah capacity limits at venues so important to take note if you are planning on coming over here and experiencing any of the sporting events or or whatnot yeah, cool. No, thanks ever, ever so much for letting people know. I think it's important. Um, and when are you off now the borders open? Where, we, when is it that you're going to week and a bit. Week and a bit. A week and a bit from Yeah, now. I'll be here next week. Don't worry. You'll be here next week, and then what do we do after that? We well, just I think collapse? give us a bell. Yeah, give us a bell. I might dial in. Let you know how cold it is. <laughs> you're going to go back and catch up with all of uh, all of your fans back home? Oh, my Th- fa- Those two that you just talked about, your mum and your Oh, well, yeah, my, my two fans. Yeah. And, uh, well, well, you, hey, I, you laugh. You laugh. I've been recognised once in Oxfield. I, I thought you could say you laugh, but they're a bigger fan of you than me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You are on farm today. Seriously. All right, I'm going to go and beat him up off camera. So thanks very much for your company. Um, we'll hope to see you next week. Have a good one. Cheers. Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bongiolo. You can find other podcasts produced by 7 West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts.